Everyone, <coughs> welcome back. Coming to you live on a wonderful, crispy Friday morning over here. Finally, it feels like uh, Elul time, September time, or Shoshana time. We finally feel it in the air a little bit. And uh, it's a good reminder, actually, that the Judgment Day is near. And in that vein, we will try to wrap up Michtaf Tezvav over here from Rabbi Yisrael to take his advice and guidance into the Yom Adin. <coughs> so he's been telling us about Tshuva, Azivas Hachet, he's been telling us about how to make real transformations in our life. And he's been telling us that the guideline that we need to look for, for that is the Kalas and the Kvedas start where we can actually make real transformations and how to make those transformations. We have to really get in touch with ourselves, know ourselves well, and based on that knowledge and that self-discovery, make a Kabbalah Chazaka. Kabbalah Chazaka. What does Kabbalah Chazaka mean? Kabbalah Chazaka, we would translate as a, a very strong resolution. A very strong, stark Kabbalah. If we mistranslate that, because to our ears it sounds like, you know, exactly, the bigger the better. The bigger the better. I want to make a huge, enormous Kabbalah. A stark Kabbalah. Kabbalah Chazaka, as we know by now, when Yusuf says it, he means something else altogether. He's speaking practically. Chazaka means exactly solid, firm, sustainable, and solid and firm in two ways. It's going to be sustainable, it's going to be manageable, and it's going to produce fruit. It's going to really lead to change in my life. Kemat b'chol prate in Yonav. In really nearly every aspect of where I need to change, you have to be able to do that introspection, figure out myself, see where my kalas and kvetas are, where the easier and more difficult challenges lie, and use that as the guideline for formulating my Kabbalah Chazaka, a resolution which is going to work. To start taking safety measure precautions and, and being on top of myself, where, at least in the areas where <clears throat> I can make change. Nokel. The Averis that I'm doing that are easily changeable, easily avoidable. When he does this as a Yisrael, he makes the wonderful, amazing, and pleasant discovery that he's actually fulfilling the mitzvah of tshuva across the board. In nearly every single Aver that he's doing, he's capable of doing tshuva. And as Yisrael mentioned previously, when we think about doing tshuva and we look back at our year and we see how sordid and awful, dismal our year was, we're intimidated. It's, it's hard to do tshuva. It's, it's, it's challenging. You know, we, we feel uh, like in this bottomless pit that it keeps getting deeper. That's what we feel. It says to be so, no, you can do tshuva and it's so easy to do tshuva. According to the Ramban, that's the midst of tshuva. That's referring to tshuva. And we'll see, actually, you can hear echoes of that Ramban very soon in Rabbi Yisrael. But um, it's doable. And real change is within our hands. When we what? When we use this mahalach of kalas and kvedas, easy and difficult. <clears throat> the multitude of Averis that we're up against really doesn't have to do with a number. Lafia minion, the count, how many times I did this Averak, Lafia Echos, the quality of the Aver that I'm doing. 
the echus, not the kamus. And we're, we're intimidated, not generally by how many, I've, I'm, I'm sorry, by the, by the um, quality of the Aveir, we're intimidated by the quantity. We take a look around, we look at ourselves, we say, Gewalt, I have so much I have to do tshuva on, and so much means quantity-wise, that's what gets us. But it says Rabbi Yisrael, we, we, things really are measured in terms of the quality. Ein Rambam Hilchas Shuv Per Gimel. This is the Rambam that he mentioned in Michtav Ches. Hainu Mashen Okol Lefnei Hadam Lekayim. If you want to know what you're really in more trouble about, that's goof about those Averis that you have an easier time doing Shuvan. The ones that are your callous, the ones that are within your power to change right now, within your power to have a real solid Mahalach. Avera Achas Chomer Yosem Yikam Averis Hashir Kaved Lefanov. One aver that was easy to not do, that you did anyway, is going to be much more severe and can't much more heavily against you than multitudes of averas that are difficult to avoid. Okay, it doesn't have to do with the number. It has to do with the... That's right. How, the difficulty and the ease of avoidance. If Yisrael takes it to another level and listen to this Chiddush, such a, a, a mind-expanding idea over here, this rule doesn't just apply to Avera versus Avera versus Avera. If I have three Averas, Avera X, Avera Y, and Avera Z, which one am I going to get punished more for? The one that is easier for me to avoid. And so that's the one I should work on right now. Of course that's true. But even in Avera X itself, <clears throat> you have Avera X. And Avera X itself is a complicated place to be. Avera X itself is, <clears throat> is, is, is um, complicated and complex, and there's a lot of things going on in Avera X. So, very good, excellent. Let's give some examples. Let's give some examples. You come home with a juicy piece of lush and haram. And you know you probably shouldn't share this with your spouse or with your, your co-show that come to the base matters. You probably shouldn't share it with your chavrusa. You probably shouldn't share this lush and haram with your friend. But but it's so juicy. Just, you know, what happened today, what this guy did, what, you know, what, um, you know, yeah, yeah, you, 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 you want to share with your wife some ridiculous comment that your mother-in-law made. You want to share with someone some very silly and, and dumb thing that, you know, that, you're, uh, that someone in Shul did. You have this really juicy, rich piece of Lush and Haro. And again, we know we shouldn't say it. We know we shouldn't share it. But it, it's, it's so juicy and it's so hard to contain. It's like bursting its way out of my mouth. Um, that's not very, that's hard to avoid. That we could call that kvedis. It's not easy to stop yourself from saying something you really want to say. For most people, this is one of the most challenging things in life. However, however, it itself is not a black and white thing. It's not a black and white thing. Sharing that piece of Lashonar is not black and white. Did I say this story? Did I not say this story? Did it come out? Did it not come out? It's not black and white. It's, 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 it's um, complex. In what way? How much detail did I get into? How much editorial do I throw in? How much of my own, you know, um, 
exactly how much do I embellish it and how much do I talk about how, you know, how uh, me and how it affected me and how upset it got me. It's a very, very complex, it's, it's very, there's a lot going on. Like well, one second, there's a lot of details over there, and one piece of Lashon Hara can have a lot of details, can have a lot of different details. So says Rabbi Yisrael, it could be clamping my mouth shut, and not saying that Lashon Hara might be something that's difficult to do. It might be. But there may be details within that act of Lashon Hara that it may be a little bit easier. I don't have to do this, I don't have to do this, I don't have to go this far. And that's the the callus that which, in, which are in the Kvetis. I can tell myself, that, you know, it was, it, I'm, I'm struggling to not, to not say this lesson. I'm struggling to contain myself. I see it coming out. At the very least, don't embellish it. Don't go over the top. Don't say this part of it. You stop over here. And it says, so when you have that mindset, that becomes something that's easy to do. In the middle of an Aveira, you can actually control that Aveira and limit the Aveira. And it's like this with any Aveira. With any Avera, there's, uh, even if it was very difficult for me to overcome that Avera, I can find aspects within the Avera itself that are actually more controllable. That I didn't, I, okay, you know what? I, I don't have to say this part of the story. This part's going to make him look especially dumb. I already like, got my fix. I don't have to embellish it. I have to get, put in my own two cents, my own spin, my own editorial, even though I'd love to do that, but that part I can control. Bistrol is showing us that Kals and Kvetis is not just about Avera versus Avera. Even within Avera, you can have an aspect of the Avera itself that I can control, even though the overall Avera was difficult to control. Um, it's, it's, it's like this with, with, with really every Avera and every mitzvah. There's always a lot going on, <clears throat> a lot of details, a lot of pratim. And Yisrael is telling us two things. A, Averas themselves are more complicated than we realize. And B, we shouldn't think that just because this Avera is a difficult challenge for me, okay, so that's the Kvetis, that I don't have to worry about this right now. Look for the callus within the Kvetis, and that's, <clears throat> again, a very easy place, excuse me, to do tshuva. Um, yes, yeah, a question, comment, insight, idea? When you start taking a part, okay, should I say this part, should I that part of uh, Lashon Hara, sounds to me like a justification. Isn't easier just to clamp and... and we would think so, but for some people, you know, control the math is a very, very difficult thing to, to achieve. Once, once someone starts talking, it's, it's harder to stop. Than, than yes or no. Not, not yes or begin. no. There's the, you know, the, the, Individual. the core idea that I, that, I'm, that I can't control. But then I'm thinking in my head as I'm speaking, you know, this detail, that detail, the other one. And here I do have control. Here I have an ability to say, okay, I, I, have to, I, can, I can leave that part of the story out. I don't have to put in my own embellishment. I don't have to put in my own editorial. And my mind is still working the whole time, even though it's hard for me to keep my mouth shut, but my mind is still working. And, and we use the mind as a means, as we saw, to isolate the callus within the Kvedas and to, um, to, to limit the Avera. It's like this with everything. I'm deliberately avoiding, you know, the easiest example would be, you know, challenges that, that men face, Shmir Seinayim, and related challenges. I, 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 there's, there's, it's obvious that there's, that within there also, there's callus within the Kvetis. When someone is unable to control his eyes, someone is able, unable to control his, his, his male uh, hormonal um, Yitzrei Hara, there's Zichar, there are callus within the Kvetis, and Aveir itself presents itself as so enticing and so uh, uh, attracting, and that may be very difficult, but there's callus within the Kvetis. The, the minor and major. 
the, the easier places, the more difficult places, there you have the same exact thing. You know, I, I found myself being unable to to <clears throat> control the Yetzirah, but I, I can limit the the the. Um, I, 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 I can limit the experience. I can limit the 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 um, uh, you know my 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 release and relinquishing of self control that you can limit, and that's the easy within the difficult, the callous within the kvedas. I, I, I again deliberately gave examples in other avirs because this is in all avirs. And the Rishol gives us an example of the mitzvah of Limar HaTayro. Nakal Ma'ay is going to give us again, uh, uh, here are areas within Limar HaTayro, where a person can find where, what's easier and what's within what's more difficult. Nakal Ma'ay L'Adam, Gam Ashu Shachan Gadol. Says Rabbi Yisrael, Limar HaTayro, when we want to improve our learning. So very often we also get intimidated in the area of learning. I want to learn better this coming year. And what intimidates us, as we said, we measure our learning, we measure our growth and success and failure in terms of failed projects. How much I haven't done that I want to do. And that's a, that's a mistake, that, that's, that's kvetis, not kawas. And there's another area where we measure our success and failure, and that is what Ruby Soul is about to discuss, which is our memory. How much are we walking around with? How much, are we, how much knowledge are we in possession of? And this could be very bitter, a very bitter place for, for Yeshiva Bachram to go, and for anyone that regularly learns to go. It could be a very bitter and very disturbing place when one asks himself, how many years have I been learning for? How many hours have I been putting into my learning? And what's the sum total of that? What am I walking around with? What, what's, what am I in possession of? That, that could be very, very depressing. And that, again, makes it very difficult for us to have motivation to do tshuva and limadatur. But Rabbi Yisrael gives us an eight over here. Find the kalos. You can find the easier places to work, even if someone is a shachan gadol, someone who is um, very, very forgetful, someone who, you know, things go in one year, go out the other. He can't retain information, can't keep things in his head. He's a shachan gadol. How do we advise him? How does he do tshuvan limanatara? How does he not give up hope? How is he supposed to be motivated? What is he supposed to look for? Says Rabbi Someone like that can also find the easier areas of limitator to work on, even for someone that has a hard time remembering, work to your, play to your strengths. And what, how do you do that, says Rabbi Yisrael? Listen to this, we have advice. We have advice here on uh, uh, memory aids and retention, information retention, and, and uh, kinyanim in learning from Rabbi Yisrael. Listen to this. Learn many times over and over the same idea in Lashen Zargon. What's Lashen Zargon? He says in parentheses, Muttersprach. That's the mother, your mother tongue. First of all, says Rabbi Yisrael, make sure you're learning in your mother language, your mother tongue. That's the first thing you should do. Lot lot limudai begemar vechayoytzei. Learn your mother tongue. And so, for me, that would be English. For someone else, that may be Russian. So the third person, that may be Yiddish. When you learn the Gemara, say it over to yourself. In your mother tongue. Say it, repeat it to yourself. You learn in Aramaic, learn in Talmud Kibru. Read it over several times when you review, review in, in, in your own mother language. Kimat Rakidis Levad. The second thing that Bishal says is when you review, 
you, re, you should review, you know, Rizal is known for his Moser, but here again he's giving his advice and how to make Kenyanim, how to make acquisitions, how to acquire our Torah learning. Do it in your mother tongue, A, and B, you should be chazering the, the bottom line. The Yedias HaSeichel Levad, Yedias HaSeichel, he means the conclusions, the, the information that comes out, as opposed to what, you know, we, we know the Gemara um, consists of the conversations, the back and forth, establishing uh, an idea, bringing proofs, bringing disproofs, questions, contradictions, all that is part of the learning experience, and certainly that's part of the Talmud Torah Connected Kulam. It says, so when you review, though, when you're reviewing, and he, this is advice, by the way, he's not telling this to everyone, he's telling this to someone who's a shachan gadol, someone who sees that you can't keep things in his head. Make sure you're reviewing repeatedly the the vas kumt doch arise from the sugya, the 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 conclusions, the the bottom line. What's the information that comes out of this gemara? What are the the the, the pieces of knowledge, the seichel, the knowledge that is established over here conclusively from this gemara? So we had like a gemara pesachim this morning. Um, again, there's back and forth and proofs, disproofs. But like, what comes out? What's the solid? What are the solid conclusions that comes out of the Gemara? So we saw there's a discussion when you have a carbon, the base hamikdash. There's a halacha that to sprinkle the blood, there may need to be part of the carbon left behind. It's a, a, two different opinions. Machlekes or Bishu and Rebelezer. That's solid information. That's a conclusion that there's a concept that the carbon gives me atonement, the blood gives me atonement. It, it allows you to eat the meat and allows the fats and limbs to go on them as beach. And there's a discussion. If it's only giving me the atonement, I lost the fats and limbs in the carbon, can you still do zrika? That's solid information. And review that again and again and again. Rabbi Shua says this way, Rabbi Lezer says that way. Information, conclusion, seichel. I have more information now. And review that again and again, says Rabbi Yisrael, in your mother tongue. You get the seichel of the Torah. You get the ideas and the information of the Torah. Without even knowing, you know, the back and forth, the discussions, and, and Rabbi Yisrael is suggesting, without even knowing maybe who says what. He's going even, you know, I said it in the name of Rabbi Shulman Rabbi Lezer. Says Rabbi Sol, don't even try to memorize the, memorize the names. I know the opinion A and opinion B, and this is the, this is the topic. And once I have that information, I can read it in my mother tongue. I'm walking around with things in my pocket. When I'm walking around in the street, I have things I can review and, and, and refresh myself about. I can be reviewing information in my head. Um, when I'm on the bus, when I'm sitting in the train, when I'm on a, a, a driving, I have things that I can always have rolling around in my head. Even sometimes if a person becomes adept at this, he can have things rolling around in his head even when he's in the, on, on the job. It depends what your job is. If you're a heart surgeon or brain surgeon, you probably don't want to be doing this, reviewing the mascotness of the first 20 blot in Mesech de Zivamis. But a guy who is uh, more of a, you know, manual labor, truck driver. truck driver, sure. Something that's more manual labor, something you do more autonomously, like driving, you can have things rolling around your head. Um, Man, you missed the light, you're going to be in big trouble. Yeah, you're either going to get a ticket or you're going to hit somebody, right? That's not good. But um, we can do this more easily than we realize because Rabbi Yisrael is pointing out to us 
again, this is talking about doing tshuva on Lima Torah, and doing tshuva even for someone who feels that he can't retain and remember things. And tshuva means change. Tshuva means this guy doesn't have Torah in his life right now. There's a way to bring Torah into our life. And um, some, this is actually something that's easier for the guy who's the businessman, than the guy who is... Uh, whose, whose job is is to plumb the depths of Torah, like someone who's learning in Kailul, someone who's in Rabbanus. Someone who is a businessman who doesn't have, let's say, the, the wherewithal, chunks of time during the day that he can commit to learning. To ensure, though, that he's not going to be Yoshev Abato, he's not going to be idle and neglecting a connection to Talmud Torah. Um, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. No, 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 I have to back up. Go back up a few lines. We're still talking. We're talking about the the person who is Isha Yoshev Al Let's go back. This, this, this advice. How we can, you know. Person can always be reviewing in his mother tongue and have things to walk around with. Is easier for the businessman than the person who's charged with um, with uh, again plumbing through the depths of Torah, being a, a rav, rabbonus. He doesn't necessarily have the time on his hands to commit a half hour, an hour a day to get information and memorize the information. He has to remain connected and fresh to, let's say, piske halacha. The halachas, that, the questions that he's being asked, or if he's in Kailal, you know, there's 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 a, a hespic, an assignment he has to get through a certain amount of blat, a certain amount of sugyas, a certain amount of mesechdis. So he doesn't have the time necessarily to commit to memorization, but like an ish soicher, counterintuitively, the businessmen are shereim yachzarak ezepavim al hadaf bilamday b'shohapnoyilafanov. If he would take one daf and chazar again and again and again in his mother tongue, the Basic information, the mascotis, the conclusions that come out of that, in his spare time, came out. The rest of the day, when he's busy at work, again with manual labor, something that allows his mind to be freed up, he can be reviewing constantly information from one amid a day, one blot a day, a half an amid a day, and over the course of days, which become weeks, which blend into months, that flow into years, he can really make some solid kinyanim acquisitions in basic Torah knowledge. So, before we go on, this is, just happens to be a little golden nugget that's, that's um, tucked away towards the end of Mikhtaf Tezvav. Yusuf is giving us amazing advice in acquiring Torah knowledge. And the bottom line from his advice is exactly the passage that we quoted earlier. It's closer than we think. Torah is not up there in the heavens. It's not Meivar Hayam. It's not on the other side of the ocean. It's Karav. It's right here. It's close to home. And <clears throat> the reason we forget things is because they're not close to home. <coughs> they're distant. They're removed from us. We forget things because they're not internalized. They're not part of my, excuse me, home screen. They're not part of me. Now, nobody forgets. And we're not talking about now. We should all have, we should all, you know, Hashem should grant each and every one of us, our live audience, those out there in Zoom space and, of course, WhatsApp lands and all Yidin, 
Yerushim should grant, grant us clarity, lucidity, um, all of our faculties, mental and otherwise, till 120. Uh, but a person who is in more or less a, a healthy state of, of, of uh, his mental prowess, you don't forget your phone number, you don't forget where you live, you don't forget your name, you don't forget the name of your spouse. Um, we forget what we learned five minutes ago. We forget Hilchus Tishabah from one year to the next. We forget Hilchus Rosh Hashanah from one year to the next. We forget Hilchus Shabbos from one week to the next. Because it's not on our home screen. It's not on the home page. It's not in our living room. You, you, no one forgets in their house which door goes to the kitchen, which door goes to the bathroom, which the stairs that go up. Especially the kitchen. Especially the kitchen. That's right. We don't, we don't forget that. Because that's where we live. It's Karavelecha. It's right here. It's part of who we are. Part of who we are. We want to remember Torah. Torah has to be Karavelecha. has to be internalized. It has to be part of who we are. How do we make it part of who we are? That's Rabbi Yisrael's insight over here. It's fascinating insight that he has. You have to make it as close to home as possible. When I make my knowledge as close to home as possible, it becomes part of who I am and I, and I imbibe it. I internalize it as I do my phone number, as I do my birth date, as I do where I live and the layout of my house. Do it in your mother tongue. That makes it very close to home. That gets it as close as I can to my inner core. Something that's in a different language, Aramaic, Hebrew, even if I, am, I, 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 I know Aramaic well, I know Hebrew well, but there's still a few degrees of separation over there. So it's not going to be as internalized. Review it again and again and again in your own mother tongue, in your own words. Those are words that are absorbed. Those are words that, you're, that makes it a part of your inner core. And get to the bottom line, the, the information, the conclusions, the seichel. The result terms the seichel of Torah, the thinking, how the Torah looks at things, the Torah's, the Torah's information, the Torah's thoughts, the Torah's conclusions... And I put that seichel into my seichel, it's able to be absorbed because it's no longer something that's like a conversation, which is the Shakratari, the Gemara. A conversation is something that's outside me. Someone else's conversation, transcripts that I'm trying to memorize, as fascinating as it is, as, as geschmack as it is, and as, of course, as, as, as much as it, it's a mitzvah of Talmud Torah, but the person that has a hard time memory, remembering, things, me, remembering things and memorizing things is going to have a harder time with the back and forth, because it's, again, a few steps removed from me. It's following someone else's conversations, names, memorizing names. It's removed from me. It's something outside of me that I have to memorize. But information, conclusions, I can make that information my information. I can wrap my head around the Torah's head, as it were. I can wrap my mind around the Rebbein Shalom's mind, Kavi And that information, those conclusions, can be understood by me, absorbed by me, and they become... They become close to him. They become part of me. And this is how we can have our Torah acquired, how we can have Tamuda biyadai. I can be walking around with Tivrei Torah, Shanunim Bifi, Chadunim Ushnunim, sharpened and available on the tip of my tongue because it became part of me. This is how to make it part of me. This is the Eitan. Remembering everything, anything is to make it part of me. Say it many, many times in your mother tongue. Have the information... <clears throat> Boiled down to its essence, to its conclusions, and say it a lot. Say it a lot. It'll 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 penetrate. It'll be absorbed, and and um, I make it part of myself that way. That way, I make it part of myself. Um, yes. Um, We're very close. What's that? We're very close to the end. Yes, correct. That's right. Um, Vitzarach ish hatorud lehischazek ma'od bedover hagodal halazeh. 
the person who's distracted has to be even more um, mindful of this. The person who has a lot on his plate, a lot on his mind, a lot on his, a lot on the on the uh, queue over there, a lot that he has to deal with, he has to be even more careful with this and even more um, involved in this. He tells parenthetically, there's theoretical, there's practical. Theory, yeah, you didn't, know, you didn't realize that was a word in Yiddish. Practice. Practice. And, and theory. Says Rabbi Yisrael, what he means to say is like this. Everybody shoots for the moon and everyone thinks they're going to hit the moon. That's theoretical thought. But the person who's very busy and very distracted, he's going to be constructing and concocting theories from Einpiz Morgan from today till tomorrow, but it's never going to become practice. It's never going to be applied into practice because all of his complications in his complicated life are going to keep getting in the way. Don't be seduced and sweet talk by your Yetzirah that convinces you that creating a theoretical approach is going to translate into a practical approach. It's not going to work. The Yetzirah is, 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 is a difficult foe. You have to be extremely practical the more, the more busy you are. And as busy as you are, there's something that you're capable of doing in terms of hatching this plan of tshuva in, in learning and finding time that you can harness and turn into learning time. So again, it's not about the Kabbalah. Again, the theory is the Kabbalah. The busy, busy guy says, I'm so busy, I, have, I feel so bad I'm not learning. This year, I'm going to take three hours a day out of my schedule to learn. It's never going to happen. It's good in theory, but it's not good in practice. No, even this guy has to, even if it's only five or ten minutes during the day, Find a way, place where you can put in that wedge, this wedge of being connected to learning, having ro- learning rolling around in my head, and that is a wedge that opens the door that that door now can be widened. It's very easy, even for the person who says, he reassures us, even for the guy who says, you know, I, I can't remember anything. All the more so for the guy who's very busy, but does have control of his schedule, and Ken can determine his what he's going to learn and what he's not going to learn. Even with all of his busyness and his very, very, very complicated life, he can find even one idea a day to review several times in his mother language, language to let roll around his head a conclusion to our knowledge. And this is his tshuva in Talmud Torah. So, so, so really just to speak all this out, to speak all this out, Tshuva in Talmud Torah consists really of a two-part process. And, and let's make sure we, we have both parts of this process before we wrap up this mikhtav, um, going into Rosh Hashanah over here. The first part is find something that you're capable of absorbing into your life in terms of Torah. Find, find something. And all the more so for the person who is not sitting and learning all day long. There's something, even for the biggest shachan, for the... For the the most forgetful person out there, take an idea a day, a, con- a conclusion, information, repeat it several times repeatedly in your mother tongue, and it'll, that'll penetrate, you'll absorb it. And then over the course of the day, this is the second part, the second prong is let it roll around and around and around your consciousness. And what Rebusol really wants with that is not only to let it sink and not only to let it penetrate, but also 
to allow it to be incorporated into the tshuva process. Because, as we just said, that one idea a day becomes a wedge. I wedge the door open. I got a foot in the door. When it, when it's, it, it, when I'm directing myself, I'm directing my thoughts, and I have turn knowledge always going around in my head. And you saw said Avada when you're in a Malcolm Naki, you have to make sure in the bathroom you're not allowed to think of, in learning. When you're in a place uh, that's that's um, that's uh, soiled and soiled area, uh, dirty area, you can't think in learning. But Avada when you're allowed to do this. So when I have those Torah thoughts, Torah knowledge rolling around in my head. I'm pushing that wedge further and further in. I'm widening that door. And I become someone who is connected to Torah on a personal level. It's Befichu Vavavcha Laasoisai. I brought it in, I drew it in, I made it close, and it remains close. And it snowballs. There's a snowball effect. I become someone that, on a core level, is walking around with Torah ideas, with Torah knowledge. <laughs> has absorbed Torah. And this is my tshuva. This will um, create a positive loop over here, which is self-generating. The more I'm walking around with, the more I, I'm able to walk around with, the more I'm able to absorb, and the more I'm a person who's inclined to do that because it becomes a beautiful gishmaka life of uh, walking around with just more and more and more Torah knowledge that I've able, been able to be uh, to, to absorb because I wrap my seichel around the Torah seichel I made it a part of my life. I made it karuv to myself. Rivisol again concludes with a pitch from Musr over here. You want to make sure this works. Learn Musr Svarim Hamadabram Begoidol Elvin Bital Torah that that will be inspirational. That talk about the the uh, um, enormity and the severity of someone who neglects Torah study properly. Lasa is Chizik Benavshoi to inspire me, to motivate me, to apply everything that Rabbi Yisrael is telling us. So that we shouldn't go too long, um, and every day we should have a, a ongoing connection, an ongoing uh, interaction. Torah itself, which is our Chaim, it is our life. It's Chaim, and, and, and Rousseau feels, again, he has to make a very strong pitch for Tamatari. He sees this as a, like a, a, fu- f- a foundational idea from which a lot of other tshuva can be built. And he signs the Michta of Yididim Yisrael, your Yedid, um, your confident and um, affectionate colleague Yisrael. He signs the Michta of Orches Tishrei, the eighth day of Tishrei. That's uh, just a couple days he's writing this letter before Yom Kippur. Tafresh Lamed Zayn. This one was written at a later date than Mikhtav Ches. And that concludes Mikhtav Tezvav. And Vishal wishes us good tidings for the new year. And this is our last time we're getting together before Rosh Hashanah. And uh, we shall all be Zaycha to be Nikhtav, Benechtam. Chaim Tevim Aruchim, Ulashalim Rabbi Yisai. We shall have a wonderful, sweet, healthy, happy new year. Davin well. Our Tila Shal be Neskabal, Arachim, Ularatzen. Emir Sashem, we will get together next week, next year. Tough shin pay gimel. Everyone should be well. Shabbos. Shabbos.